Hello and welcome to The Haunted. I'm Freddie Young and I have just been booked as a Boris Johnson impersonator. Yeah, and if you believe that, you'll believe anything. Freddie isn't quite April Fool's Day yet. We've got a few <laughs> months to go, bubs. Well, listen, if you saw my hair this evening, it's not blonde, <laughs> but it'll do. Uh, uh. <laughs> um, Freddie, it's October. It's October. Well, you haven't introduced yourself first. Everyone knows who I am. I'm Vanessa Mitchell, former owner of the UK's most haunted house, The Cage. Dun, 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 uh, dun. And, um, you know, just Here me. she is. So, yes, you are right. It is October. It's officially time to get spooky. It is spooky season. It is the month where the veil between the living and the dead is at its thinnest. I know a lot of, you know, people say it's the one night only of Halloween. That's actually an American myth. It's actually the whole month of October. Um, if you go back to the old ways, the old Celtic ways, and um, it just it, it just it just never fails to uh, to to supply to, yeah and to, to surprise this month as you're going to find out in a minute as you're going to find out. So we are not going to be retelling tales of the weird and wonderful and spooky from around the world. No, this evening we are going to give you some personal accounts. Well, I say accounts, a personal account. Yeah of uh, something that happened very, very recently to our young Vanessa. Go ahead, tell us your story. Well... What happened? People that um, know me on here know that I used to own the cage. And if anyone's read or Googled that story, it's an absolutely huge story. And it's actually the equivalent of, um, as the media dubbed it, um, the UK's Amateurville Horror House. So, you know, I had... I'm not going to drone on about that, because you can Google all that, but my my point is i had some really bad bad experiences there which kind of ignited this podcast and a lot of other you know trying to be a parapsychologist and everything else so um i'm i'm not i'm no stranger to to, to, to bad and unusual things happening and fear and unexplained fear now since i left the cage i've seen ghosts since i left the cage i've seen ghosts since i was four or five so yeah and you've experienced things outside of that as well yeah you know obviously a full body apparition and things is probably the, the epitome of ghostly experiences but there's been you've had voices you've had i've, I've had pretty poltergeist, much poltergeist, poltergeist poltergeist activity <laughs> and things like that you, you've had a whole range of things since you've left so, and since I was a child, so there's not really anything that anyone could say to me that would shock me or surprise me. Um, because when, you, when you're a child like I've been, and when you experience something like the cage, you just either have a fear of God and never want to address it again, or you just have this need to address it and find out and talk about it and learn and try to make some type of sense of it. It's almost like a morbid curiosity. And because listen, I'm I'm terrified. I am terrified of ghosts. I'm terrified of the dark. I'm terrified of everything. Anytime anything happens, I'm screaming and wailing like a banshee. Like, like I've never seen anything like it yeah. before, but I love it. Yeah. And you have seen like me from a child, but the curiosity, see, when I, I, I've seen many ghosts over the years, especially since leaving the cage and it hasn't scared me. It hasn't frightened me. Nothing much frightens me anymore. And in fact, nothing has frightened me since the cage until the other night. So I'm just going to explain it because it was completely random. I was not expecting it. And you rung me, didn't you? Because you had to tell yeah. somebody. Yeah, I literally 
had a breakdown. If it wasn't three in the morning, I, I considered calling the police. But anyway, I, I'll get to the story and tell you what happened. But it's it was only a few days ago and um and it stayed with me. You so know, we're when you Thursday, get that... so it was what maybe Monday. No, it it was Sunday. Sunday. It was Sunday night. This happened. So yeah, so you called me Monday. Yeah. 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 So it was Sunday. So what happened was, um, son Jude, um, he's got a, a cough at the moment, and of course his cough started to to you know get quite bad. Uh, it was about twenty past twelve. He started coughing. Um, he's got his little cough, but sometimes, as all mummies know, when your kids lay down, the phlegm goes on their chest. Anyway, so he's coughing. And all, uh, and all parents know that when your child, especially a young one, is ill, you like being awake. You know, you just, your life is those kids. And and so Jude, Jude was in my bed sleeping with me. Well, that's your maternal instinct. Yeah, that, it's just in, protection. You just need to be there for them. So, And he was coughing and dozing off, then waking up and coughing again. But of course... I, I was still awake because it's not that easy just to doze off. My house is um, in the main drag in St. Osif and it's my bedroom window looks over to the main... The main road? The main road, the main village road. And there's no driveway or anything? No. It's your front door is on the on pavement? On the street. Yeah. yeah. Now... For context. St. Osif is a little village. It's, it, you know, it's, it's not a busy place. So literally by... Well, what? especially, especially at that time of night. Yeah. But by, I'd say... Even even in season, summer holiday, even in tourist we are, season. Because we are a holiday yeah, town. Yeah, we're a tourist season place. Even by 11, just the cars just It all just dies stop. down. Everyone's yeah. having a booze, nobody's driving. But this time of year, of course, I'd say by probably 10, the village goes quiet. So um, this was, I didn't even check the time, which annoys me now, but I know it was from one till possibly half two, three. Uh, I can't be more because I just didn't check and and I, I actually I was saying someone the other day as an investigator it really annoys me because the first thing I would normally do is check and mark it down again I was so scared I didn't I just lost all you know normal shit that I you know but but this is, this is it's quite a good point because I think when you go into a situation where you're a, you're putting yourself into potentially seeing something or you're asked you're inviting that in you would do that. You're but this is normal everyday yeah, life. Yeah. You're laying in your bed, your, kid, your kid's coughing his guts up, yeah. and then you're like, oh, shit, what's yeah. that? You so, know, you're not going to. Without further ado, I'm going to say what happened. So Judah dozed off, and I'm just lying there, can't get back to sleep. And this village is deadly quiet. This is an ancient village, it's deadly quiet. And I can hear... I started hearing and it sounded like the only way I can describe it, I thought and thought and thought about this. First of all, I thought it was the, the, the sound of hobnail boots scraping along, but then I realized it was a lot heavier than that. And the only analogy, the only thing I could think of was, do you remember the old days when they went deep sea diving with those big brass hats with like the, the cage on the front? Yeah, like clonk, block, proper and, and those big, those big boots, boots. Like, like metal boots. It was that heavy, I thought, well, no, it's not Hobwell, but, but because it's, it literally sounded a lot louder and hard. Anyway, I, I, I'll tell you what happened and then you can kind of make your own mind up. I'm hearing this and somebody was taking literally like pigeon steps. So it was very, very slowly, but it was loud. I could hear it. Almost like a shuffle, shuffle forward. It was a shuffle, but when you say shuffle, shuffle forward, that was too quick. Shuffle. It was scrape, shuffle. It was, it was like dragging itself. So you could kind of hear Laborious. a clonk and then a drag. 
anyway, I'm listening to it and I'm listening to it for about 10 minutes. Now, of course, we're on the mate, it could have been someone, you know, initially you think, oh, that's someone pissed coming out of a party or, you know, or God knows what. Well, on a Sunday night. Yeah, but you do, you, do, you don't automate, oh my God, that's something weird. You think, oh yeah, someone's pissed. Well, I think I'll, well, after 30 seconds, I'm, don't matter how pissed you are, you get somewhere eventually. Yeah, do you? but you don't know if someone's really no, no, but, loaded, no, but you, you are, just think no, you are right, you are right. Instantly, you rationalise, okay, oh, someone's in, someone's just yeah. way too drunk. Now, okay, I know the pubs are shut by then, but they could have come from a house party, and that was that was my that was my thinking. So, and then I realised that it's too loud. I don't know why it's too loud, and I don't know why it's too slow. Anyway, so I'm listening there, thinking, you know, listening to it. Didn't get out of bed or anything, just just listen, listening to it. And then it gets to my next door neighbour's house. So I can hear it's getting closer. And then I'm just a bit more curious. And but again, it's slow and heavy and it's loud. Well, then it gets to, to, to outside my house and it kind of stopped and it, it as if it was shuffling, it just stopped. Now, I've got Halloween decorations outside my house, and a couple of weeks ago, one of my prized skulls was nicked. And my instant reaction oh, no. is, yeah, I know, yeah, Bastards. it was just nicked. So I've got two big skeleton hands out without the skull. Someone nicked the skull. So I'm thinking, right, someone's... And then my next thing is, it stopped out. So somebody's trying to nick one of my... So now, so now I'm right, hold on a minute, I need to go and have a look at this, because I'm thinking, right, get off my... I was going to have a drama about it. So that was the thing, actually, that, that got me out of bed. Don't be taking my decorations. So I've, I've put back the curtains and I've looked down. Now, I can see directly down. I can see everything. Yeah, your bedroom window, uh, it's, is it, am I right in saying it's a sash window? Yeah, it's a sash window, yeah. Yeah, but, but you can lift it up so you can stick yeah, your can whole see, thing out. I can out. see straight down. And you, it, your bedroom window overlooks your front door. So if you look yeah. out of that, you can yeah. see the street and your front the door. The pavement, everything. absolutely everything. Because quite often you will greet me from the bedroom window yeah. and, and so, go, hello, and you're literally right yeah, above you me. you can see. The vision is literally 360. There's nothing I can't see. And it's a, I promise you, your bedroom window from your front door is probably... What fifty centimeters? Yeah, no, it's not, not much. Yeah, it's really, not, it's really not a lot because it's a cottage. Yeah. So I've looked down, and I've seen. Um, the first thing that that well, I'll tell you what I saw first of all. I saw a very severely hunchback person. The hunch I could see very clearly. The hunch was really low down, uh, and I saw in the light. I thought at that night it could be burgundy. Could have been dark brown could have been a type of brown I'm not sure the color but it had like a, a hood or a, 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 a I'll say headpiece but like a, a scarf or something but because the hunch was so hunched over I couldn't I couldn't see the face at all and I'm looking at it and thinking oh no you see we have been tying a house up here and uh, uh, there's a couple of places in the village for older people I'm yeah, thinking like shit. care homes yeah, and care things homes. like that it's uh, this area is known as God's waiting room if anything, yeah. isn't it? Old people will come yeah. here, come by the coast to live their last to live their days, last yeah. days. So there's there's a there's a lot of elderly. Yeah, there's a lot of elderly here, and a lot of care homes actually. Yeah. So I thought, oh my god, my instant thing was after after literally a minute of looking or or you know thirty five seconds or whatever, I thought, oh no, that's it because because the hunch was so bad. I thought that's someone from one of the places. I need to call the police. Well, first of all, I thought I need to. 
open the door and see if they're okay because listen nobody of that age if they've if they've i'm not saying escaped if, if they've got out one of the care homes um they shouldn't be out at two in the morning whatever time it was so so instantly i'm thinking right so somebody actually they need a bit of help because they shouldn't be out and then as i carried on looking and and now it was stationary out outside the window or, or still shuffling but the shuffling was was really loud which is which i still can't work out but and then and then i as i carried on looking it just dawned on me i just realized well hold on a minute if anyone had come from the care homes they probably would have been in a 90 uh, a nighty or normal clothes i don't know why they would be in in a, a long black cape and this head covering and such heavy boots such that, that made such a noise um so my rational brain obviously is kicking in and i'm thinking right okay it's someone from a care home right it's not because of these reasons um i carried on looking at it and it just lingered outside and i could see it more clearly the hunch was but then the fear kicked in and i haven't had this fear and i promise you this i promise you on everything i stand for since some terrible nights in the cage i'm not scared of much my life story believe me i can promise you i'm not scared of much uh, with the living or the dead and i got this fear this terrible fear and i just thought if it looks up at me if it looks up at me it's going to be bad i can't see it i don't but and when i thought about it it was so hunched over it would have had to it, it couldn't have looked up at me it would have had to literally twisted its body sideways to look up at me because it was so hunched over almost like at a 90 degree angle yeah it couldn't have put its head up and turned its head around it was too hunched over it was too it was literally too low to the ground and it's important that you say it because you couldn't determine if it was man or no, woman. No, because I couldn't see a face. I couldn't see hair. All I could see... So this process of me working this out is probably taking four to five minutes. Now, for the sceptics out there, I hadn't had a drink that night. hadn't watched a horror movie. My son wasn't well. I actually dozed off probably about 10 o'clock. Um, and so I was completely lucid. I, I wasn't having nightmares beforehand. You know, all of those these ridiculous things that sceptics say. I can promise you... I'd rather it would have been that. Um, and at one point I thought, right, I need to go downstairs and open the door because if it is someone, you know, you, th you think like a million things within about three minutes. If someone needs help and then, then you realise what it is. Um, and I knew I had this fear, this instinct. And I've spoken many times about this. When you see anything paranormal, whether it's a ghost or something worse than a ghost, you know it because your instinct, your kicks, your, kicks your senses kick in. It's, and everyone has it. It's an innate uh, sixth sense. So, yeah, my, you know, there's an instinct about it. And my instinct was that if it turned around, if I, and I thought to myself, um, one part of me wanted to carry on looking, another part, you know, so, so what I did was I went back to bed and I thought, no, 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 I can't. I can't, I can't look at it. I, I just don't want to look at it. Because I thought to myself, if it turns around and looks at me, just my instinct was saying in its face, and it's going to sound a bit weird, because I'm not really, I believe, you know, I understand curses and stuff like that, but it's not really something, you know, like that. But for some reason, I thought it's there's just going to be something like that if, if it looks at me in the face. So I got back in bed. I literally put the covers up round. It's still outside. And I'm thinking, and then I thought to myself, I need to go get back up and have a look at it again. 
And then something came straight in my mind, like instantly, the saying, curiosity killed the cat. And I thought, no, I can't. I wanted to, but then I thought, I can't. It's too dangerous. I can't. I, I was too scared to. It's still shuffling around outside. Then I've heard it move on to my next door. So it's terrace houses. So that's a few steps. And then it was lingering, or not lingering, but it was. It walked so slow. And then I thought, no, I've I've got to have a look. I've got because I couldn't hear it anymore. It, it it just stopped. I just now don't forget. I've heard it for ten minutes before coming up the road. Now I can't hear it at all. Looked out, completely gone. Nothing vanished. There was nothing there. And again, my next door neighbour's house. I can see the same view as I can see my own house. Mm -hmm. And I got back in bed and I was really, really, I thought, fuck, that is, and then, and then for another hour I was thinking, is it still outside my house? Has it come back? You know, I was really scared, actually. I, I thought at one point, call the police, call the police, because if it is someone, and I thought there's no point, by the time the police come, it's three hours later, there just wouldn't be any point calling the police. But I actually thought to myself, I need to call the police. So the next morning, um, the fellow next door, he's got um, the camera on... Ring on, doorbell. Ring doorbell. So everything records. So <coughs> he's, he's abroad at the moment, but I texted him and said, you need to find out what was out. Send me the footage. And he did. And all that there was <coughs> between literally half 12 and four was three men. Um, and none of at all were hunchback. They were just people coming back from the pub. And they walked past quite quickly. They walked past quickly. One had a hat on. Um, two, you just knew, were younger fellas walking completely straight up, just going by quickly. Because I could see it all on the thing. And I'm saying to Sam, no, that, that that's not what I saw. Because it's worth noting as well, for those who don't have a ring doorbell, but um, I know in my well. experience... Yeah, they're pretty clear, but they're motion censored. So I've got one at home and it will record any kind of motion that walks past so if something has walked past it will start recording and then stop recording once they've like a couple of seconds after it's passed its view but the next day you know my instincts were oh my god sam's gonna have captured something here i thought great i'm gonna see it because i know it was there and it lingered and i knew it would have captured so i'm thinking i am gonna get some great evidence here i can prove now what i saw because you can have that stuff on, you know, sometimes that is captured, sometimes it isn't, sometimes it is. There's, there's a if... new kind of, um, not generation, but a new influx of evidence coming yeah. from ring doorbells. Mm. Because it's a, it's a new technology that we never had before. Yeah. And lots and lots of people have them. So there's some amazing, amazing footage out there from people's ring doorbells the only the only thing if i if i'm going to be scientific about it because it was so hunched over i'll have to measure it actually we'll probably have to do that this weekend but sam's um ring doorbell is quite high so i don't know if it was too low either way it wasn't captured so he's texting me from bloody portugal so i'm saying to him look this is anyway so then the next day i rang up my next door neighbor the other side and i said look mike you need to come around i need to speak to you about this because it kind of disappeared and stopped at, at his house and you know martin's actually quite a tough fella he ain't you know he's, he's not shy is he? now listen he's... he's a geezer yeah now if you're english you'll know what i mean yeah. like proper proper yeah geezer like he ain't scared he'll fight a guy you know he, he'll fight anyone he, he, he's just not the type of man to be a real real tough guy do you know what i mean he, just... yeah he is yeah um and so i rang up i said listen Mark, can you just pop over and he came over and I told him what had happened. And he said to me, he said, Ness, he said, actually, he said, I, um, 
he's a single man. He said, I fall asleep on my sofa. And he said, a lot of time, I don't wake up till three, four o'clock when I go up to bed. He said, I doze off watching TV. And he said, now you say that. He said, I heard something. He said, I, I, I know I, uh, he basically heard something. Um, and he, 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 he was aware, but then he said to me, oh, or is it just that you've said it? So he's, he, again, he's being scientific, but he said, I swear to God about that time. He said, I heard something outside. Anyway, I told him what happened. He said it disappeared out, out, outside your house. And he said, I swear someone knocked on the door. There was something. He said, because it woke me up. Um, because he, he was dozing off on the sofa. And again, my front room and his front room is to, well, it's, it's not right a next dissimil- to the front door. Yeah, it's not a dissimilar right layer. the front door, it? so yeah. you would have heard it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just... And it's played on my mind ever since. So, so the next day I started Googling stuff. I rang you straight away. I'm trying to get photographic evidence. I'm talking to the neighbour. I wouldn't do that if if, if I just like, realised. Oh, because be this is like a 10, 15 minute scenario. Well, from, from the time I started hearing it coming up the road, it was probably half an hour all in all. So this wasn't just you wake up out of a dream for the sceptics out there and then just think. But this thing was hunched over so much with this black cape on and this and this type of headscarf thing the only thing i couldn't work out is we we talk a lot about banshees and and hags and everything and what didn't make sense to me is whatever had on its feet was scraping along and it was so loud when you say i I don't scrape was it metallic was it (sighs) it sounded like metallic because it was so loud and i know it's billy jekos no but metal has a sound when you scrape metal do you know what I mean? Mm. And like, it's very different to if I was to like if I was to scrape my foot along the floor, you wouldn't. Really... Okay, if you're gonna pin me down, I would say it wasn't a metallic scrape, but it was something so heavy, like completely fucking oversized boots. They're literally so heavy you can't physically walk in them. So you literally concrete the way I described boots. it. Concrete boots. The way I described it, it was like, you know, people say you take pigeon steps, and that means in England, we say pigeon steps for small. And I like say the this tiniest, was... tiniest, little, yeah. like you move uh, like, an inch. Like not even an inch. Yeah. A quarter of an inch. Just I, shuffle, yeah. shuffle. Like... I would say it was half of pigeon steps it, because it was like a scraping, it was like a dragging, which of course caught my attention because if somebody was walking by, I'd have thought, oh, someone cut, although it's not, you know, usually that time of night, but of course it happens, you know. But. And that's what got my interest to get out and have a look and get out of bed. But the hunch on it, you could physically see, you know, because this village is lit up anyway. It's not like this. This isn't a pitch back village in in the highlands of Scotland. You know, you know, there, there, there's lights, but I don't know. It was just, and and I have never been as scared with that instinct. This is something not right. This is something not right. And and, and, and I felt all, that before it disappeared. That. We've all felt an innate fear. Do you know, like when you hear something, you think, oh, what's that? What's that? What's that? But then you calm yourself down and then you go back to well, sleep. Like I did. Is it from the entire house? But it then from... sometimes people who have experienced the paranormal will know they'll hear that. And then it's it's a different type of fear. Mm. It, it can it takes over your body. It's completely it's, different. It's, you can't imagine. It's a very, very yeah. different fear. Because my initial thing to call the police was because obviously there's an old person who clearly needs help. This is before I really got to grips with what, what, uh, 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 my intent was it, it was a she actually. My instincts was it was a she. I know that kind of doesn't make sense because a she wouldn't be wearing them type of boots, but then nothing makes sense with this really. 
And I thought, uh, and my thing is, she needs help. She's obviously in trouble. She could have come from a house in the village, an old lady, but the clothes didn't suit, the boots didn't suit, and the disappearing, that didn't suit. I mean, you can say... Well, if they've shuffled, shuffled from, from that far yeah. up, you'd hear them shuffle, shuffle down the road. Exactly, and I knew that. And I'm, a, I'm an intelligent, grown adult woman. And I knew that. And sometimes when things don't make sense... They just don't make sense. You, you can't work it out. I thought actually come down and look through my downstairs windows and I was just scared. I thought I can't because if I just knew if it looks at me, it's going to be bad. Now this is so, when you told me the story, you told me the exact same thing that you knew that if it was to look you in the face... I just felt or you that. Felt I don't that, know why because I haven't so, felt that before. But. Now, I also went and Googled and Googled and Googled and tried my best to find it because uh, almost like a myth and a legend rung to me. Mm like something that I'd, I've heard and remembered. I mean, we spoke um, about it and we were going over our episodes we've done. We've done banshees, we've done crones, we've done witches. And I said to you, you were saying to me, it could be this, it could be that. And I said to you, but the heavy boots doesn't make sense. Does, with, yeah. Over our multiple research on these these type of things, it, it, was, so it just didn't make sense to the me. The only thing that really come out of my research mm. online um, was something called a night hag right now i don't think it fits for this story because a night hag is more associated with um sleep paralysis oh can i just interject like sorry that. before i forget one more thing i did i realized the next day i have a halloween decoration in my front room and i've got an old besom which is obviously a broomstick i've got an ancient one that i brought from the cage they've been in the cage for years now most of the cage stuff is is locked up in a in a farm barn somewhere but this for some reason i brought it to this house never had it in the house because i was aware that you know objects could be you know attached to but because i was doing my halloween display i thought i'll get it out so i put it in in, in, in is, the I've seen it. when i come here today i saw it in your window yeah well no that's another one I oh is it a different out. one yeah oh okay so the next day when martin was around and the next one neighbor talking i've just clicked and i had to shut him up and i said sorry so i've just realized something because when I when when I spoke to you the next day, you said to me, maybe it's come from the cage. And I'm like, well, no, I don't see it. And then I realised that the besom, this ancient besom, I mean, it's really old, it's rusted, you know, it's um, what winds the, you know, the twigs together. So, I mean, maybe, I don't know, but I got it straight but out because of the Because that was not, it wasn't my first thought, but it was. So it was to give a bit more context yeah. that... So this house is, I reckon, I could walk to the cage in a maybe 30 seconds. 30 seconds, In a yeah. brisk walk. Yeah. And I said, maybe that your energy now is connected there or that there's something still and connecting you there. And I said, no, 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 it wasn't. And, and that I... there maybe they've got the strength now to make that journey. Mm. Um, well, they always would have had the strength because the cage was so haunted. But I poo-hooed it because it's like, well, why would it happen now? Because ghosts just don't come in October. So if no, they knew they I was here, it would have come before. Have come but before. it was only the next day or, you know, hours later after I poo-hooed it with you. when Mike was around that night and I, and I just literally had to, you know, like I've done to you tonight, stop a minute. I've just realised something. So I got it at... at Possibly, listen, I, to be honest, I have no idea, I don't know. And it's not often, I don't know. It's a, it's not a million miles away, is it? But, you know, it's not that you're in the highlands of Scotland 
and it's happened you go oh maybe it's connected to the cage you live 30 like, seconds it is 30 seconds there is i could probably count the number of buildings between you and there on one or maybe two hands there really isn't that many mm. um i i think maybe that it, you know if we were trying to explain what has happened i think that that potentially is something um when I did my research online, obviously, like I said, like yeah, the talk to the, us about that. Talk to me the, about the that. night hag come out, but that's just, it's the night hags associated with like sleep paralysis. But I don't think that's what this was because you was very compassmentous. Like you was oh absolutely yeah. You was up. You was awake. You was moving around. You was aware. Like I said this like, is like a half an hour process, and this and I was also awake. A lot longer than that after thinking about it, trying to work it out. So, do I still need to call the police? Do so, I still, so that you know? doesn't ring yeah, for no, sleep yeah. paralysis. So no. I think we can kind of. We can definitely rule that out. Yeah, rule that out. Um, but then there still is something that rings in my mind. And, you know, as I've mentioned in here before, my nan was a very spiritual woman. Yeah. Um, you know, she had lots of myths and legends in her. And she lived and, uh, not as Freddie did, not many doors up from the cage. So again, within the confines of St. Osith and... Yeah. Um, and I can just remember her telling a story of, you know, oh, I again, I can't remember how she would describe it. It's not the night hag, but I'd, I'd, I don't want to say, oh, the night woman or something, but it's, you know, a woman that would come. It's a bad omen and, you know, if you was, she would knock on your door or make a noise outside the door and whatever. And if you didn't offer the, if you went down and acknowledged them mm. and you didn't offer the help, a curse would be bestowed on the house, on you, and on that family. And we've done that in our Irish episode of Banshees. We've, we've yeah, spoken it, about this. I suppose it's not dissimilar to a Banshee, but it's different. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just, I just, I could, I've got an, I can see myself sitting younger and I can see my nan telling me, yeah, yeah. I just can't hear the words, mm. but I know that there's the a, there of, is, of there that. is a story out there. And if anyone can tell us, please do. But there is a myth, a legend in kind of England, Ireland, Wales, Scotland, in our mm. confines, that is of um, an elderly person making themselves known and people uh, not not um going out to help but i think it's if you if i don't think it's if they shuffle outside your house i think it's if they knock at the door you answer it and then go no thank you and there shut was no the door knock. i was completely awake if there was a knock i would have literally uh called the police there wasn't a I, knock. I think I've, in my head that's what it is i think if they if they knock at the door and you answer the door the They're like they, they would ask for help, and yeah. if you denied the help, then bad things would happen to the you. The thing is, though, within within the confines of those legends and myths, this is obviously saying paranormal. I know that. I'm going to put it straight on the line. Now, um, it was the, the thing about it was the boots were so heavy. It's it, and from that I got right, obviously it wants attention. It was obviously so loud. But somebody next door or, or, or that through wouldn't necessarily heard it because I see and hear things that other people does doesn't always have done. So maybe someone two doors up the road wouldn't have heard that paranormal thing. They wouldn't have heard it because a lot of people don't. Because well, if listen, everyone did, people it, are it'd asleep. be scientific fact. 
I'm, no, I'm... But, no, but listen, if everyone saw and heard these beings, well, then it'd be in a court of law that it was fact. And because not everyone does and not everyone hears it, not everyone sees it or could hear it. Well, that. if everyone did and, like, no one would sleep at night, do you know yeah. what I mean? Everyone, it would be... And we'd know it would chaos be... Chaos all the time. Yeah. I, I think... Well, listen, I'm quite proud that I might have solved the mystery, but I think, you know, it's not a million miles away to say that the veil is thin and you're very close to that location. You, yourself, personally, have a strong connection to that location. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, you've, you've displayed artefacts in the window. Maybe they're coming back to claim their broomstick but I, or something. I'm really I don't, I don't know. Halloween. I've never done it before, but that's when, when you and I said no, and then when I, it literally pinged in my brain. Oh my god! I'm not saying it is that, but I don't know. No, what else I'm not it can saying be. it is that. I don't know what else it can be. But it's quite a reasonable. Yeah, it's, it's um, a good theory. 100. percent A, a reasonable theory. theory. I don't think you're never going to know the answer. No. Um. So the next day, I put black salt outside. Right. I said. My yeah. Oh, We're listen. Doing all the protection and all the safety. Oh, I'm, I'm good at this now. Yeah. Did all the stuff, Lord Jesus Christ. You know, I was literally that bad over it. I got scared. I remember mum said, look, mum, I'm, I'm I'm actually genuinely scared. So I did all the necessary stuff that I always know how to keep the inside of a, a house safe now. And and I and I uh, protected my borders again because I don't want that to happen again. As much as I'm, I'm an investigator. But you've protected your borders, but you haven't protected the streets. So tell no. me, has there been reoccurrences? Has there been something that's made you raise your eyebrow? Has there been anything out of the ordinary no, but since that, that point? It was only a few nights ago, but I've made bloody sure that I, I, I've been sleeping. Like, it, it, it scared me that much. Look, if you were here, if we decided to, that, that I wouldn't do, but it, it was really bad for me, I don't... Um, the next day when I was talking about it, I really got the fear again. But I must stress, I love seeing ghosts. I've seen many ghosts. And ghosts come with an instinct and a feeling, but and so do the bad. But so and do I people don't want to see as well. That, yeah, and that's, yeah you humans. Know, yeah. When you meet somebody, you can go, "Oh, that's I like them," or you go, "Not a fan." And you can meet someone for five seconds and yeah, know that it's instinct. It's no different in the spirit world. People come with feelings, thoughts, and intentions, whether they they have a body or not. I could poo-hoo it, and or I could, I could, because I listen. I love to justify things because I do not want something bad out there. Believe me, I have a five-year-old son here, and if I hadn't disappeared, and it hadn't stopped the knot, then I could, could have made it. Oh could well, that completely, and go. Oh, they they carried well, on, they carried the on down the road. They must have got home eventually. Yeah, <laughs> it would have taken them three hundred yeah. years. I could have thought my instincts were wrong, and they never are. But I could have thought, right, okay, your instincts are wrong. But because I can't, but they. But didn't. if they made such a drama walking up the road, they're going to continue making a drama up the road. They ain't going to have suddenly sobered up in the five minutes I was outside your house. But the boots were so loud, it would be physically human impossible. One hundred percent. I say this on everything I hold sacred on this earth. I'm telling you now, one hundred percent. That noise stopped. It disappeared, and it disappeared. It is, uh, Fred. It's impossible unless it was something that we don't understand. Do you have any worries or concerns about it returning? Well, yeah, that's why I black salted the house. Did it the next day. Now, because I've black salted outside my border, I possibly could see it over the road. I don't know. But I'm going to make sure I'm not <laughs> waking it. But um, 
Yeah, but uh, do you know what? I think a lot of people are guilty of this if they've experienced the paranormal. Say you experience something at 12 o'clock. Yeah. You're going to go, well, I'm going to go to bed at 10 and make sure I'm asleep. Yeah. So I don't have to deal with that again. And I know that and I get that. And I know they come in the night and the day. But the only thing I could do was, because I was so scared of it, my instincts were so scared of it, I just blacked out the house, I, you know, the, the do you, borders, do and I you just don't want to see it. any reasonable, logical explanation for what happened? 100% absolutely none. And I know that you would have in your head thought about that. I got Sam's camera from next door, I spoke to Martin, uh, you know, I, I, I was going to call the police. I have gone through this a hundred times at least in my brain. And I'm telling you that there is no explanation at all. But it scared the life out of me. And that's not normal for me because it takes a lot to scare me and it scared the life out of me. And I would say as well, it's, it's not... I don't want to use the word unusual, but to experience something outside your house. Do you know what I mean? I've but, seen... No, I've seen stuff. It's, 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 it's not impossible. It happens. I've but, seen, Freddie, I've seen many things outside my house. I've seen many things in other locations. But if you, were to use, if you were to go for the ratio of, in terms of things you've seen outside compared to inside... Well, it's less, but for me, as I see things, um, it's it, let's say it's not unusual. I wasn't shocked and surprised by I saw something outside. I was shocked and surprised by... Fuck it, I mean... But it, it was solid. It wasn't a wispy ghost. It wasn't... Um, like, because if I see a ghost, I know what a ghost looks like. I, I know. I've seen them too many times in my life. This was a solid figure. I heard it. I saw it. Um, it was a physical figure that disappeared. And also, we know in the paranormal that happens. It's just, I would love to know. Because... I think as well, maybe people would discredit things from outside because they wouldn't necessarily investigate because you would just put it down to a noise outside. Mm. If you hear something shuffling and moving around outside, you just go, outside. oh, it's a... It's a fucking fox. Yeah. Or, or it's, yeah. oh, it's this, it's that. Oh, it, it's a, some pisshead on his way back from the pub. Yeah. You, you wouldn't even think to look at the window. No. And I think sometimes the paranormal passes people by. People are so busy. Yeah. And so not in tune. And actually, if I hadn't had my skull nicked a couple you of weeks ago. You wouldn't even bothered looking. And that was what prompted me to look. Because I thought, hold on a minute. Someone's just, uh, uh, and because it was nicked, I thought, right. I'm, you I'm having you this my, time. Because yeah. now my display doesn't look as good. So I actually had to buy more stuff to replace the skull. So I thought, right, that ain't going to happen again. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. If you've yeah, got any um, if you've got any theories, thoughts and suggestions, please, as always, send them through to us. You can do so on our social media platforms. So that is Twitter, The Haunted Pcast. Instagram, The Haunted Podcast Official. Facebook, The Haunted Podcast Official. We're also on TikTok, The Haunted Podcast, and you can email us direct at thehauntedpodcastofficial at gmail.com. Um, we love you. We appreciate you. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Uh, let's and get spooky. Out. Yeah, look out your windows, guys. There's a whole world out there, real world and otherwise. Yeah, certainly. Ciao for now. Bye.